I messed it up. I ruined it. Like usual. We're good. This is Fine and Dandy. Thank you for tuning in with your two favorite co-hosts. It's me, Josh, and that guy over there. What's your name again? I, I am Daniel, a.k.a. Dandy. That's true. He is. I am. They call me Dandy. It's true. Unfortunately, we do, but not unfortunate for us. It's kind of funny for us. Him, because it's not his. If you're new, welcome aboard the show where we dive deep into different topics and different perspectives. Life is a crazy ride, especially right now because, you know, things are happening in the world and it's a little bit crazy. But crazy can be good sometimes because it just necessarily is like as far as this year has gone, it's been a year of revelations. Like all the crazy shit has shown us like how much shit we weren't prepared for. So, I mean, there's. I'm not saying that it by any means that I welcomed this bullshit that we had to deal with. Doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. So, to all of you who've been listening, I'd like to say thank you, and to all of you who have started, also thank you. And to the one comment we got recently that said you two are retarded, this is 2021. That's just rude. If anything, you know that using Out that of word, line, bro. Using that word, wow. Using the R word, real mature. Hey, but <laughs> really though, we welcome all feedback, even. Feedback of that nature, uh. But keep it coming. We got we guys got a lot of shit coming out this year. It's gonna be exciting. It wasn't even constructive though. You could have <laughs> at least said what, what part of it. <laughs> Just you guys are both retards. Well, thank you, sir. I'm glad you were helpful in this situation. Yeah, that <laughs> word is not a great expletive of a word. I would say. Anyways, continuing on, I'd like to let everyone know if you are new, what this show is all about. So for all of you out there who are trying to chase your dreams or trying to do something new or uh, not sure where to start, uh, that that's what we're here for, you know, because we're all trying to figure out what we're trying to do. We're all trying to figure out where to start. It's one of the hardest things. Uh, I don't know if y'all watched new movie just dropped. Soul. Disney Plus, yes. Soul. Great movie. I think that's... Pixar did their thing. Amazing movie. Very well put together. You know, finding your purpose in life isn't always easy, you know, and everyone says, what is my purpose? Uh, I think the purpose of life is to make your own purpose, find things you enjoy doing. We all, we say it all the time, test out things, figure out what you may or may like not like doing, find something you do like doing, and just continue to do go it. Go after it. Yeah, just, just do yeah. what you want. It's the, the purpose of life isn't to figure out what your purpose is, to live and enjoy living in itself, and it may sound silly or stupid, but at the end of the day, it's like you'd be surprised how many people have fallen into lives that they don't want to doing things that they don't want to do. And some of you may not be surprised by that because you may see it in your everyday life. But at the end of the day, the only way to break through that construct that's been set before us that says you got to do this or you got to be safe or you got to go after money or you got to pay attention to this or that. It's like, I mean, you can listen to these people as guidelines for how you create your own okay it's up to you to decide what that is going to be and on a cheesy note let lo- love guide the way figure out what love is you know Real i think shit it's easy to say we think we know what love is but you know uh what's the most uh it's i think it's a little it's super popular i can't remember i think they put it on like uh posters and stuff it's that love is patient love is kind love is 
understanding that whole oh, yeah. like you know the, quote like the yeah. Shit, yeah i mean that, i think that's really true whoever made that honestly did a very good job i know it's very basic and overused but whoever wrote that out i commend you because i think all of those things are true it, love is a very patient kind understanding compassionate thing not saying it's perfect and it comes with a lot of things but to package it into a quote i guess that would be the one i would say and see like there are simple things like that, like in, if you walk into mostly like white people's houses, they have like a little things on the wall that says live, love, laugh, and shit like Just that. live, laugh, love. Whatever. Mess it up. Joy, kindness, like shit like that. And like, I, you see, it's good messages, because it's like, what else are you going to do? It comes down to, it's like, what are you doing not laughing? Basically, tear down everybody else. And it's okay, I guess, you to feel like that's necessary because I'm not telling people how to think or feel. But at the end of the day, you have to see how destructive that aligns of if everyone acts that way. How everyone, nobody gets. As the uh, wise words of Kid Cudi, as he once said, keep moving forward. Also, on that note, uh, we haven't made a podcast in a while, so I haven't been able to shout it out. So here's my chance now. If you haven't yet already, please go stream the one and only Kid Cudi. Man on the Moon 3 just dropped a few weeks back. Wonderful album. He's going to drop a deluxe soon. Man, it took over 2020. It's going to take over 2021. Music is absolutely beautiful. I can't say enough good things about it from track one all the way to track 18. It is amazing. There's a lot of trap. There's some beautiful hums, melodies, singing. Yeah, really good. What better person? Check it out. <laughs> and I know I'm saying a lot of good things, but no one has inspired me to get in touch with my feelings and know myself better than the one and only Scott Miscuddy. Give him a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Woo! Now, but it is a good album. A lot of good music has dropped this past year. A lot of new music dropped this year. Absolutely. As well, I love music. So how long has it been since we recorded? It's been a month almost. It's been about a month now, about I think, since we recorded. A lot of shit's happened. We had the holiday season. We had fucking, uh, what's it called? The Did we record before the election? We recorded before uh, and I after. I think that was, that was November. Yeah, yeah, I was like, right. wait, yeah, we're good. Uh... The shit with the stimulus shit just happened. They, like, tried to up it, and then that shit got blocked. That was kind of some bullshit. But that shit was kind of funny because, like, somebody showed me, like, a post on Twitter, and it was, like, Chester the Cheetah getting on a plane and said, on my way to Kentucky for, um, reasons. And then you swipe over, and it says Mitchell McConnell's house in Kentucky is being vandalized after he blocked the 2000 bill. Yeah. They were like, Chester out here fucking dropping bombs. Chester the Cheetah's <laughs> always been about it, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Kool-Aid Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Kool-Aid Man. My fault. Uh, America is a mess. It's been kind of funny just watching. Like, it, like there was another post I saw a while back that just proving itself more. Like, America is really a third world country with a Gucci belt on. It, I mean, <laughs> we want to say it's the best, but when you have so many homeless people and people and the uh, people in barely poverty, famine right now in some places, Flint doesn't have water still. Like where I'm at is, how do people try to justify that? Even work harder. Yeah, come on. You know, uh, I saw 
another thing that had basically said poverty basically, you know, induces more poverty in the sense of, if, let's say you're poor, right? Mm-hmm. You can't afford health care. You can't afford, like, dental care, all this stuff, right? Let's say you need a root canal or I said Ruth. Root Canal. Ruth Canal. Yeah, baby Ruth you Canal. You had too many baby Ruths. <laughs> now you need a Root Canal. You need canal. a Root Canal. You need, uh, uh, let's say, a surgery or anything like that, you know, and you can't afford to get it. It's only going to get worse. And then at that point, it's just that's building more costs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at that point, your health's going down. You're going even more so in debt because you can't pay what you already needed to. Right. And then it's, it's a terrible system. At what point do we think, okay, maybe we should – give everyone at least a basis standard of living. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not saying we should give them this much to just, no, do whatever with, but, I mean, to give people just enough to survive and live maybe might be a decent thing. To say people don't deserve to live is kind of harsh. Yeah, and I, it's for sure harsh, but what we're finding out by, like, all the shit that's going on is that this country, people in charge, the people that are running shit right now, don't really care about the commonwealth or the health care of the common person in America. They care more about their own profits. Kind of like uh, Pfizer putting out this vaccine, like, all of a sudden, look into, like, Pfizer as a company. They're known to have, like, a bunch of, like, shit go wrong in their company, like, with callbacks and things like that. And it's like, well, wait, this is something that's supposed to be cure or a vaccine necessarily to first pandemic dealt with time and you're just like extraditing that process you're like we just got to get it done we got to get it out we got to get it out right now it's like oh no 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 i understand that like people how you're expecting this to like play out it just is weird to me when it's worth the risk for some people profit risk type shit good thing (laughs) Moving forward. Oh, yeah, for Pfizer, too. Yeah, no, that company's for sure making the profit off of it. And for everything else, it's to move things forward. Right. Or at least the hopes of moving things forward. Because if there's anything that America thrives off of, it's the hopes and dreams of people more than anything. Real shit. And I don't know what it is, but it's, like, it's difficult for me to, like, pay attention. I was paying attention. So frustrated. Oh, I'm enjoy this so fucking bull- what's going on type shit like la is still locked down people from la are about to really populate texas like it was california i hope not it's about to happen i really like, hope not bro elon's coming here joe came here they're about to build a comedy uh basically a comedy store on six it's about to go down austin's gonna be the new la san antonio and dallas are gonna be your outside cities houston's gonna be your fucking uh like, it, what's the call? What's it called? Like a port city type shit of of the state, and about to be one of the yeah. But like I don't think populated states. Of honestly, I don't think Houston's gonna be as easy of a transition as Austin was, because the culture in Houston is so embedded in Houston it hasn't changed for years. And for people from California to come in and think they're gonna change it that easily, because Houston, in its way, in its own way, already has you know local shops that people go to, local coffee shops, local restaurants. People in Houston love that already. But it's just not in the same way where it's like how people are in California where, oh, I know this perfect. I mean, people are like that. I don't think anyone's going to be able to come into Texas and change the culture. But I do think they'll be able to change the way of life, the way of living. Homelessness is 
like do, do you understand what i'm saying it's like i like, yeah. i don't think people are going to be able to change the culture but they are going to come and when they find out they can what are their options back to the place that costs more no they don't have options you know what i mean so it's like i don't know how it's going to work out but it doesn't look like it's our our way like business side is going to be in, incredible going to be like a I honestly could see Houston, Austin, like, like this for going forward, especially with Dallas right right there. Got your business hub there, too. It's I don't know. It's like going forward, I could see, like, in 20 years, Houston being bigger than L.A. and New York type shit. Not yeah. bigger, like, population-wise, but I mean, like, bigger, like, as far as, like, what changes the actual changes the actual move. Where are these people deciding in? What can they do? Like a Silicon Valley type of shit, that's going to be what's going on. Oh, Austin. Yeah. Austin's already turning into Silicon Valley, though. So like, it's already been What there. I'm saying is, like, whenever this shit booms, then it is, I feel like it has the potential to boom farther than we've ever seen because of the this and these. Yeah, there's a lot of potential, but there always has been. I want this. Oh, man. To say why it hasn't happened already is kind of hard. I mean,. I don't want to see it change much. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a big fan, per se, of uh, some of the Houston culture. I'm not big on the whole lean and uh, chopped and screwed and heavy. That's what <laughs> I, am. I am, 100%. I'm not big on that, but I'd rather, you know, I'm still, a, like, I'd still rather that than have, like, all these people come in and think, you know, hey, we're going to change it into this type of place. I know some people love L.A. and they love the culture out there and all the different types of things, but I think we're fine. I don't know how these people are going to deal with not being able to wear sweater vests. It's hot as fuck here, though. Yeah, it's not <laughs> It's not sunshine and... No, no fucking... Uh, arms and shit, like... Ascot? <laughs> on <laughs> on some Fred from Scooby-Doo? That shit ain't going to fly here, boss. You better get your tank tops and fucking... W's, because it's going to be fucking hot. Especially down, especially down south. Either hot, rainy, or cold and windy. In between. <laughs> you get nah, you get some days. Get your. I would say you get some hours because it could really be like a like a twelve hour period where it's nice, but immediately. It could be fucking four o'clock in the afternoon. You're like, hey, go back outside at four fifteen. You can always hope for the best. All yep. weather here just. <laughs> Whatever you choose, you can literally be sunshining. You look in the rearview mirror and it's raining. And you're just like, all right, whatever. It's kind of weird to think about though, because when you think of people from California, all this stuff happening over there, people wanting to move over here now. So, what happens whenever later down the road? You know, I know this is thinking really outside of the box here. I'm just trying to put it into perspective here. When resources start like getting used up, right. and less places have uh, less than others, people are gonna start moving into other states, you know, and those places right. are gonna become more populated. What happens when those start becoming more populated? Right. My thing is, is that like, I think. Well, I mean, so don't get me, don't get it twisted. I'm not like educated fully on depths of that, but I think it's like, why you feel so comfortable just packing, picking up and moving, going to somebody like. To a whole different state and like picking up your business, going to try to change their culture, set with people trying to make a better life for themselves. Country, I don't. I, that doesn't. That doesn't. 
you feel like just because you were born on this soil, you can go fuck up anybody else's life because for your own gain. But because somebody had it worse and necessarily wants to make life for their future or for their family, you have a problem with them even having process of it. Because a lot of a lot of the situation is that like that process takes so long, it's it's in, not even viable to mo to most not even a viable option to to come into this legal like with through legal immigration. Not even a viable option in some places. I mean, Ari, if you are, you know, it takes so long that by the time that you are a citizen, you might get deported back because you are or like you could be like on the on your way to the final test type shit. Or you know, you're caught up on some bullshit. Or you're close to getting your green card, but you don't quite have it. You're in the process of it. Some ba- some bullshit happens. And you could easily say, "Well, they wouldn't take them if they are." Ah, uh, you know. You don't know what they mm. do. There's kids in cages, bro. Like, shut the fuck up. You don't know. Yeah, it's a hard decision to make. It is for sure. And bro. where I mean, where a lot of that stems from too is my not just my opinion. There's a there's a lot of research behind it. Is there, a, like, if you date back, I mean, it's before this, of course, as well, but one of the biggest points in time was 9-11. Now, I'm not saying that that's the sole reason. Either they've taken from the past and just kind of used that event in itself to push forward. Now, I'm not saying it's an inside job, because I don't know. Very possible, probably likely, and, and then what constitutes everything that comes after it, it might possibly be the fact that it was inside. That's not the point here, though. Point, point where I'm going is they use that specific event to basically say, oh, there's a war on terror, you know, oh, people in other countries, and then this whole big deal of we need to go over there, start a war. First of all, you can't have a war on terror. It's not what that's not a thing. Like terror war on terror. What is terror? Like, type shit, like war I mean? on terrorism. But I like mean, they but didn't say that though. Their right. word choice was very right. War war on terror. Right. What is terror? You know what I mean? Like, True. that's a very specific thing to say. The war on, not, because you could have said war on terrorism. Yeah. You didn't. And then on top of that, they use that to basically say, oh, we need to keep our Americans safe. We're going to tap into all, you use the NSA to tap into your Everybody. cell phones, tap into the cameras, start listening more, start basically securing everybody a little bit more. And then go you, go into another country and use them up for their resources. Use right. that as an excuse to basically get what we need. Because at a certain point, you're not even fighting terrorism anymore. That it, we are the terrorists for at sure. that point. So that's, I'm glad you said that because like, I was going to make a point, but you kind of like made my points for me throughout saying that. But it's true. It's like when we came to this country, we were like basically fleeting, I guess, England because the – like the no representation, whatever. Whatever I'm trying to say is, is like, basically, we came to this country on some, we going to take your land, terroristic shit to the Native Americans. Did that. Then throughout our history, we've been the biggest, biggest ballers in the terrorism fucking culture. We dropped A-bombs. Like, stop playing. Whenever you look at it, it's like, maybe 9-11 and uh, Pearl Harbor are acts that you say, like, look, we got to protect citizens but at the end of the day whenever you're doing that type of shit throughout the years continuously and without remorse without without your people even knowing about it these are like black ops type shit i don't know bro i don't know if i can like believe that you're doing this for the protection of 
African people. It seems like you're doing this to take resources from countries. It seems like you're doing this to be the biggest boss on campus. Let everybody know that they don't want to fuck with you. At the end of the day, that's not the war on terror. That's you creating terror for war. Yes. That's you creating terror to go to war because you're using the fucking military industrial complex to be able to profit off of bullshit and killing people, innocent people, and saying, well, you know what? If Like, bro, it's, it's so crazy how many drone strikes happened that they killed innocent people. Like, the number was, like, in the 90% of how many people were killed and how many people drone strikes. It was, like, in the 90s. I mean, if you <laughs> look, look at what's happening in the Middle East, you know, and how many displaced people there are. And not only that, how many people are famined due to what we have done. And not just, like, what we're con- we've done now, but the product of what we have done. It's absolutely terrible. And you can say we didn't have a plan that we absolutely did. And then also what we're still doing in Israel right now. Right. Come on now. On a separate note, I think it's hilarious that the United States just decides to like fuck people shit up and then say, we're the good guys, though, so we'll help you rebuild your country. Like, what'd you say? You gonna help us rebuild? Bitch, you just bombed us. Well, fuck you, bro. Like, wait, why'd you do this in the first place if you was going to come over here and help us rebuild? Bitch, this was just a fuck. Like I said, this was just like letting your dick hang out. This was just letting us know you're the big boss on campus. Let's fucking not fuck with this guy anymore type shit. It's like, bro, what kind of game are you playing with people's lives? Just because they're not Amer- not Americans? What, is, what does America mean at that point? If it's the land of the free, what, free to kill people? I have a thought. So... I know I'm not trying to put this out to there. I'm not one of those people who is like, oh, misogyny. But what I will say is that basically the America we live in now has stemmed pretty much from the misogynistic point of view of, you know, the white supremacy, misogyny, a lot of different things. Yeah, you could. Exactly. But I mean, I'd say the white supremacy also stems from misogyny is more so of the. The male fleeting figure of you know right. listen to me okay, the author the authoritarian you know like I'm I I make the rules you got to follow them that's kind of the America perspective though it's more so you know obey listen you know if you're not listening you should have just followed orders or this is the way it's supposed to go what you see in the protests and shit whenever there's a lot of p- police brutality and stuff like that we why is this happening for what these people are just trying to peace spread their message and put your hands on them said that they should have followed your orders i don't know about that it doesn't seem like it's logical or legal it's really weird because it, it's a, all a tough issue to really pinpoint and i think a lot of people have been trying to pinpoint it for a long time of why america is the way it is it's just it comes down to the fact that there are so many different versions of america so many different perspectives That's of true. which people live in and the government plays on that so well, psychologically. They say what they need to to basically keep people divided and keep people in their own headspace of what they think America's reality is. They keep the people they know are going to keep them where they need to be. And the people that don't want them to be there, you know what I mean? They they basically push, give them pushback. It's, and it's been like that for so long. When you look at – because you, you see it all the time where people are say – Let's say white privilege doesn't exist, or you say people don't want to acknowledge the poverty that we're that's happening, or people don't want to acknowledge the fact that when you look at 
these low-income neighborhoods, they basically look like a war zone. And we don't want to acknowledge that. We want to act like America's still this great, opportunistic uh, country. And it is an opportunistic country. You have this availability. But within that, it's more we, we live this. You need to work hard. You need to do more. You need to do all this. And that mindset leads to just basically work for the country. You know, it's, it's this follow what you need to do in order to succeed rather than really empowering, encouraging the people, which is what the government's supposed to be. Logically speaking, if the government is to protect and empower the people, knowledge is power, why does the government dangerous? It doesn't make any sense. Every time somebody outsmarts of natural Edward Snowden, let out secret government that probably shouldn't have been secret. Now is banned from the country for the rest of his life because he's a traitor. How are you a traitor for giving up how bad the government is to the people? That's what I'm saying. So it's like without that knowledge, we would have never known. We're, pow- more, we're more powerful with that knowledge of what allowed us to know. But we're also little bit more dangerous government having that knowledge why is that that's that's how corrupt our government is we know it's not no it's working we we have that like proven the fucking pudding (laughs) type shit i mean it's all it's so obvious to so many people it's crazy how we're still allowing it at this point and what's even funnier is when people say capitalism you know it's this Basically, this how do I put this? Soul-sucking system, right? Of where we look at it and you think, okay, we have this opportunity. You know, all you, like, like I was saying earlier, all you have to do is work harder. All you have to do is more is make more money, right? At that point, the government is let the like let the market run the country, let the market speak for itself. At that point, it's taking all you know all you. Like all uh, accountability away from the government, away from these politicians, because it's basically you know the economy runs the country. Right. Like that that's our sort. That's literally our economic system is capitalism. That's right. our government system is capitalism. And if our economic system runs our country, why is our economic? Because at that point you take all accountability away from who needs to. Because at that point you're letting big corps run shit. Because you're saying, okay, here we are. If the the economy's running this uh, country, then who who runs the money? I mean, right. Who's running? Who's in control of the money? Because who's in control of the money at that point is running the country. Essentially. And it's so on paper, at least. Yeah, and it's where it's at is how are we expecting these people to encourage and empower the people if what they're saying is the economy is more important than the people's lives. I think the only way to do that is to show the corruption that led through the options. I mean, whenever you understand where it comes from and why, where it's going, you know, it's like kind of like the the idea of like the American Red Cross or something. Like you put money in, you feel good, you gave to charity. 
actually going to charity? Is it actually going to feed the homeless? Is it actually going to building homes? Or is it 50% of that? Is it 70-30? How is it work? Are you worried about it? Do you have the care for that like not knowledge of whether it's going to go a good place or not? Because if you don't, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. You're putting money in somebody else's pocket. All right, cool. Good job. But if you do and you find out about that, that's going to be really troubling for you. To know that the money that you worked hard for and that you earned through your hours of whatever you do is going just to somebody else's pocket because they work there. Type shit is like, if it's 70 30, that's crazy. If I give you $100 out of that $100, the kids are only getting 70? Fuck no. I'll give you $1,000, you taking home 300? For what? Like, fucking taking my phone call? You know what I mean? Like, this, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I know that it, like, it does go to good causes, but at the end of the day, it's like, what is the, what's the catch? And if you pay attention to the catch, then that's really going to be the, like, the corruption that makes the change. You know what I mean? Not every great thing came through revolution, but a lot of good things do. I'm going to try to break this down. In the best way that I can, I can't promise you like the best explanation because I'm not a scientist or nor am I a public speaker, although I am on a podcast, so I should be better. Great, but we're trying. Here we. <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh shit, I'm not ready." What is this dude gonna say? All right, tune out right now. <laughs> when you look at the corruption of the government that we're in. When you understand what capitalism really is. Now, don't get me wrong. It does give the opportunity for small businesses to come up, right? But it's also hard because you're so used to these bigger businesses. You know, it's easier to get from these companies you already know because you're so used to them. You know, when you think of Walmart, think of H-E-B, you think of Amazon. It makes it more convenient, makes it easier. And then they're able to produce more jobs as well, you know, because they're bigger. So now they have more jobs that people can work at. But see, the problem is with that, people who are super far right Republicans, they want less government. But in the system that we're in, when you have less government, you're leaving more power to corporations. So with that being said, those companies then have the power to say, oh, I can offer you health care or I won't offer you health care and I'll pay you this. Mm-hmm. And of course, a lot of companies now are offering 15 an hour. But it's either, you know, you might not get as many hours now. There's right. so many workers, you might not get as many hours. And if you want to get promoted, you got to work hard, harder. So you're pretty much stuck in a system now to where we're more reliant on big corps right. to offer us what we should have from the government and taking away that responsibility from the government. True. But on the other side of it, for all the people who don't like capitalism because they understand what that does lead to, like all the money now running our country rather than the government, which is supposed to help the people. That's not what it's doing because they're just funneling money from the big corps and taking right. money as well, lobbying the money, doing right. a terrible job. On the other hand, people are saying we need to switch up our what we're doing now, and they want to say communism or socialism. Now, the problem in my eyes with that is you're basically saying let's give more power to the government we already don't trust. So what I'm saying is you're you're basically not really thinking logically about this. At this point, it's going to be hard to switch from capitalism. I do agree we should probably incorporate the the structure that we have in a way, you know, where you do have the opportunity to innovate, 
the opportunity to make more money. But at the same time, we shouldn't just be like, oh, yeah, let's do this. This works for this country. Mm -hmm. If you don't trust the government already, why would you give more trust to the government? And even on the opposite end, for far-right Republicans, you don't trust the government. But at the same time, when someone gets shot dead in the street, you're saying, they did the right thing. I thought you wanted less government, though. Which is it? You want less government or more government? Or do you only want what benefits you in that particular moment? That's what that's that's what it's a really big thing because that's exactly what how people have treated the COVID and pandemics, the protests, the police brutality, everything necessarily has been treated notion of does this or does this not affect me right now? No? Okay. Not my business. I'll carry on. Yes? Oh, I'm how how dare you not listen to my voice? And the fact that people are on that, like, notion of so disconnected from the growth that, that they're focused purely on what affects them and them only in that moment. Like, people don't even think from a position of, if I had a child later on in life, would I want that child to be? People only think about, right now, I don't have kids. I don't care about the education system. I already got mine type shit. It's like, how can you, how can you say that? You're not thinking clearly. Because this would affect you. If our education system is still as fucked up as it is today in 20 years, it's going to affect me too whenever my son or daughter's picking a college. Because I'm not, I'm going to be going to In the back of my head, I'm going to be like, fuck, college is business it's a fucking overrated system that doesn't necessarily need you don't need you can go to trade schools you can go to different like there's different avenues for you to learn the things that you need productive and successful in this life but knowing how fucking big of a fucking corporation college has become and how brainwashed people are into thinking that a degree means more than actual life experience and skills i'm gonna have to say like what college is at that point, I'm going to have to pay for it and at, unless they get a scholarship. And at that point, that's going to be affecting my life, too. So why am I not worried about the education system right now? You understand? It's, it's perspective is everything that comes to looking at it like that. Because, of course, you are, I mean, we are brainwashed to say this is, this is the answer. And the system has set up to where it basically has it to where that's what you, you almost have to rely on it. You don't have to. It's, it's the same way of, like... How would you change capitalism? There's only a couple other options, right? Those options aren't great either, so it's like, fuck, if you don't want to do that, then like, all right, what are you going to do? Tough decision. If you can't change that, then what can you change? It's, it, it's like easy at that point to get to the answer of nothing. Nothing. I can't change anything. All this shit is set in stone. All this shit is done for. All my life has been set before me. I can't change any of this. Gotta follow them. That's what a lot of people get into until they find those glitch matrix where you could say, "Oh no, I fucked loophole here." Follow me, guys. I got new road to path type distance. That now I will say, I don't know when that's gonna come, but that shit needs to hurry. It needs to hurry up. up. <laughs> I will say that we do have opportunity here where we're at, and I'll g- I'll give you a perfect example with what we were just talking about. When you think of COVID, right? I'm going to say this. This is a perfect example of how we've turned what the government has failed to do, what each other has failed to do. When you look at COVID, you look at how America initially tackled it, 
and how we're tackling it now, right? Terribly to say the least. We did nothing. We said two month, three month lockdown, get back to work. Just to fix your timeline, I think you note that the before the lockdown, there's a lot of people that were on the hope it's not real. It's a fucking it's not it's not real, bro. It's not even a virus. It doesn't even exist. The media's trying to get you for like two months. <laughs> for like two months. People are still on that. I know what I'm saying, but like that was like mass media type shit. Like everybody was like it doesn't exist. Like going around China, China and stuff, and like it doesn't is propaganda tool type shit. Dying. And then where I'm at is they've made it everything so twisted, like media wise and just people to people wise, and they didn't do anything really to tackle it because if they wanted to, they would have man uh, mandated masks right away, regardless of what anybody wanted to, if they really cared about it that much. Locked down for a little bit longer than three months, at least six months locked down. Paid everyone monthly. And then on top of that, they would have fined anyone who doesn't cooperate. And also they would have helped you learn how to build your immune system. They would have given you health care options, tools to make you be safe in your everyday life. We at, Maybe you have a lockdown, but we shouldn't have had a shutdown. Of that it has impacted people's lives where they can't even go back to work. Exactly. They've worked at a place for 30 years. They've had a business for 30 years that had to get shut down. Type shit. That, that exists all over the country. Exactly. And, and for the government to be disrespectful level of saying we're going to bail out cor- big corporations, but we're going to let these small businesses fucked or apply for a loan. You know what I mean? Like, let's just cut the bullshit. We know what y'all care about. And on top of that, they would have offered more testing as well. Made like for testing sure. mandated, and you need to get tested once a week. Offer it for everybody. I know, okay, maybe expensive, but everyone gets tested every week. So then you know if anything happens, you're out, right? right. So people can continue to work. Things might have been a little bit better. I'm not saying I have all the answers. I'm sure it's hard to work as a politician, but regardless, I think we all agree they did a terrible job. But where I was going with yeah. this was essentially now it's at a point where it's okay. You go. So we all work now. Everyone's back to work pretty much. Schools are back in sessions. You know what I mean? So no, regardless of what's going on, you're risking something going to work. Are you risking going to school? You're risking going to the store? Well, see, I don't know. Because, like, the more I, like, do, like, research and hear, like, people talk about it, they're talking about, like, you have, you're more at risk staying in your house than you are going. How so? In the way that it's, like, the like the like if the virus, like, was to get into your house, then you're attracted in called a closed space necessarily. Vitamin D helps necessarily kill, like break off the virus or at least negate it in a way, in ways that like if you're out in the sun necessarily, maybe not like don't be fucking kissing people on the mouth out in the sun or anything like that. Don't just go around like high-fiving people. If you're outside going to the store, going to work, doing what you need to do, staying socially distanced, put a mask on. You should be relatively healthy. You should be relatively safe. That's just been... Like, that's been, like, kind of studied upon. It obviously, haven't had, like, time, extensive, extensive studying. But, like, through that, like, small amount of time, they're saying, like, yo, don't stay in your house. That's the worst thing. Because if you have it and don't know, you're going to spread it across the whole house. To everybody, the kids, your wife, everybody. Like, it's done for. It, and I'm not saying that if you have it, it, like, to go spread it, but I'm saying, like, that it does help. And that's, like, obviously quarantine if you guaranteed to have it. But if you don't know if you have it or not, it's best to, like, 
where I was also, at, let's say you do go to a gathering or, or whatever it may be. It's tough, too, because some people do have the belief, you know, I'm going to live my life while I'm here because tomorrow's not promised. And don't get me wrong, it is selfish in a way, but on the opposite hand, what a lot of people don't get is for you to also say, you're putting other people's lives at risk. What if you were to get me sick or my grandparents right. sick? That's also selfish. Right. Because you're more worried about what your life as well. And don't get me wrong, you should worry about what other people are doing. But it's also selfish for you to blame someone for not wanting to not live their life. Do whatever you want to do. Just don't act like you're not doing what you're doing. You're being selfish. You're selfish. It's okay. You're making your own choices by, by all means. It is selfish, though. But don't act yeah. like you're not being selfish doing this shit. That's what, that's what ticks me off is people are like, what are you talking about? I'm not even doing anything. Trying to get me actively, <laughs> actively trying. Like, let's just be, let's be clear about that. You're doing something. You just don't know what it is because you don't respect this level of problem that I have with you. I have The problem that I have with you not following i'll have to follow you think that you're above this because whatever reason that you have doesn't matter to me honestly just put a fucking mask on it's not that uncomfortable yeah it's a tough t- it what i'm saying though it's a, it's a it's a tough line to draw because everyone's saying you're selfish for this you're selfish for this but the fact of the matter is we're deterring attention away from the people who are supposed to basically right. make the actual decisions for us in a situation such as this none of us have dealt with this before right I'm pretty sure the government has ha- has the research and all the uh, data in order to make a predictive analysis yeah, like on wh- what should wh- happen. When's the last time Johnny from across the street fucking did a scientific experiment on fucking COVID? Probably never. So let's just right. like, let's just understand who we're listening to type shit. Exactly. So where I'm at is everyone wants to point fingers and say, you shouldn't have gone to this. You shouldn't have done this. Stay inside. Now, don't get me wrong. It's better to make those decisions. And if someone doesn't make those decisions, are they irresponsible? Yes, to For a degree, sure. but also where it's at is if you are taking all the precautions, correct, mm-hmm. or your family's taking all the precautions, wearing a mask, let's say sanitizing, going outside, making sure your immune system's good, how much more risk are you at that point also? You know what I mean? No one's trying to factor in everything. We want to blame each other and say you're at fault, you're at fault, and it, to me that's so dumb because it's, it's, yes, there are irresponsible people, and yes, are there some people out there who are not smart with anything that's going on. Absolutely. But we should not be pointing fingers at each other. We should be pointing at fingers at the system, which we entrusted to make the right decisions, but instead they worry more about an economy and big corporations. For me, it comes down to, like, awareness, because the really the system of, like, in, a, in an analogy, you have a car, right? Drive, you do all, follow all the laws, do everything you're supposed to do, wear a seatbelt, you do everything, you, everything that they tell you to do, Follow the law. Get T-boned at a red light. Why? It wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault. You did what you were supposed to do. Now, the, what I'm saying is, is that that awareness that that could happen at any time doesn't mean you're not going to get in the car again. What I'm saying here is, is that the government has told us close down businesses, shut everything down. Where I'm at is, is I understand there's a risk of catching this shit. Let's not shut shit down so abruptly because there's just a risk. And especially whenever you look at the statistics of like only like 1% of the people, less than 1% of the people that get it are dying. And I understand that that's a lot of people. Fuck ton of people. I'm not desensitizing anybody all the lives that were lost. The thing is, is that's like a short amount of risk to live life on for us to shut down an entire economy. 
I get what you're saying. It does sound insensitive, but also where I, what that means, I think what he's trying to come across is when you look at that in detail, is that means think of all the people who no longer have jobs, no lo- people no longer making money. My Pe- thing is think about the people that killed themselves because they no longer have a business. Think about, think the, about pe- the people that committed suicide during are the people who are now homeless because they no longer have a job right. or they lost their business. Right, and so like there's there's two sides to every coin, and that's just true. And so I'm not like I said I'm not trying to take away from anything, but I do think extremely responsible shut down. Where without at, having a plan. Without having any type of plan. Where I'm at is just like, okay, testing wasn't available everywhere all of a sudden. But once it was, test people as soon as they get there. It shouldn't take any longer than 30 minutes to 45. If they really want to partake in the honor bar, they sh- they'll get to once they have a positive. Why is that? I'm, I know for a fact that at least 50% of the population is fucking cool. There's, po- there's probably going to be your people that... Probably fifty fifty. There's gonna be people like ah, I ain't gonna wait forty five. I'm gonna. There's gonna be plenty of people that are like forty five minutes. All right, cool. That's me. It, like, cool. Grab it. I don't. I mean, I I want to eat a steak today, so I'll take that test. Type shit. That that person's gonna just as much. I feel like where we lost touch with reality was thinking that this virus was bigger than life itself. What we did was halt life itself for a virus. Necessarily, like I said, we should have been proactive more than we were reactive. Yeah, Correct. absolutely. I agree with what you're saying because we definitely should have. And I mean, we're blam- like I said, we're blaming each other rather than blaming what a government, our government should have done and the procedures they should have taken. And once again, it's easy to say we should have done what this other government did, but you have to also realize. If you look at majority of the big countries, the biggest countries out there, none of them took. Like, we want to focus on ourselves because we are America. But when you look at Brazil, you look at India, I mean, China, you could say those numbers are so low. I I personally can't say they're not, but I personally am not going to sit here and trust them either considering. <laughs> okay, well, where, where I'm at is, is that, like, what's weird about, like, because you're talking about, like, the, like cause, you know, we're blaming each other type shit. Selfish. Think about like mass denial. Why do they exist? Before the COVID shit, people didn't deny masks or the usefulness of them at all. What I'm saying is, is that it was interesting to see how fucking Fauci came out and said masks are not useful. Then flipped that and said they are useful. We just wanted y'all to stop buying them so we could have more for hospitals. Can't do that. Can't lie to the masses, bro. As soon as you do that, you lose trust. Your that's whenever these people are saying masks don't work. You heard him say it. I don't care what he said after that. He already said he's trying to cover his tracks. Somebody told him like he's losing mass money now or something like that. It's it's all the theories that's gonna run through their head. But at the end of the day, they have reason behind their doubts because they were told by a go- not a government official but on a fucking national news program that them hoes don't work. You know what I mean? So, like, at the end of the day, I can't blame you for being a mass denier. Now you haven't done your research, obviously. But at the end of the day, I understand where you're coming from. You you're, don't trust the people that ha- are supposed to protect you. Fucking with you, dog. I don't trust them motherfuckers either. That's what, that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with the doubt that was created by the government. And a government that wants no part of that doubt. Stuck here in the middle, having to deal with it all. I'm going to 
vaccine rolled out, though, so I mean, we'll see where this goes. We probably have another year before it goes back to the way. And I, to everyone who's saying things will never go back to the way they were, there's been multiple viruses before. There was a whole 19, what was it, 13 Spanish flu. Life went back to living, and guess what? People move forward, and we have progressed a lot since then. So to say, a lot like, of medicines, I feel like is going to kick into gear. But at the end of the day, I think that this mistrust in not just government but me- medical officials, things like, it's going to be really different. Not everybody. People are some people are going to be lying. It's to get everybody to take it. It's going to all the, with all the shit that's happened. Hundred percent. What we need to do though is people. More people need to help each other out when they can. For sure. Uh, come that. together. See what we can do. I'm sure there's there are people that are. I'm gonna start doing my more research so I can come come back to y'all with events that people are putting together. Isn't the whole thing hard about that too? Is like people. I'm sure people are putting stuff together to help people out, but it's hard because everything's virtual now. Yeah. And then people are skeptical, and there are people who want to help, but then it's, you know, what can I do because it's COVID. So, it's a tough it's a tough thing going on. I'm sure people are trying to do a lot of workarounds and adapt to the situation. For sure that, bro. Well, that's all I got for today, Daniel. I want to say that it's been great being back in here with you. Always Fucking love our sessions in the studio. Yes, sir. I also want to say that I have a challenge this week, and it is for you all to find one more thing that you enjoy about your life. I know you enjoy a lot of things. Find one more. Also, keep your dreams alive. Keep pushing. No matter what anyone says, do what you love. Find what you love. There's going to be haters. Not everyone's going to enjoy what we do. Not everyone's going to enjoy what you do. But we're in this together. We're here to support each other. Never forget, if you need, any, if you want to message us about anything, if you have something you want to talk to us about, please feel free to DM us. Uh, I am at RadDudeDandy. I'm at Josh underscore M7 That's Twitter. on Twitter. And yeah, just just hit us on Twitter for hit sure. Twitter, oh, and we can work some things out, you know. And my address is, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up now. <laughs> All right. Life's about living. It's about love. Do what you want and keep pushing, keep moving forward. That's all, folks. Take care. Day.